Just two best friends accidentally starting a podcast. Just out here doing our best. Being spooky and beautiful at the same time. I'm Megan. I'm Nola. And we are the Dead Magnolias. Happy Halloween week, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's me, Nola. And Megan. And we're here to talk about Halloween. Our favorite time of the year. Oh, yes. Spooky season just is at its, like, fucking finest here during Halloween. Um, we both get really excited about it. We so. both love horror movies. Well, clearly, we talk about that every week. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all around spooky shit. Hey, that's why we're here. Um, What's up? What up? So, yeah, Halloween. Halloween's here. It's, like... Well, a few days away. Yeah, like, not very Three or four? Yeah, something like that. Whatever day it is today, it's that many days away from the 31st. <laughs> yup. <laughs> um, so, what have you done so far, Megan, for Halloween spooky shit? So, back in, like, the beginning of September, I bought four different themed shirts that I could wear to school on Fridays. Uh, my first one was a Hocus Pocus shirt it was the oh another beautiful morning or glorious morning whatever it is makes, makes me, me sick. sick yeah <laughs> and my second one um i was a representee of camp crystal lake i was camp counselor Ooh. my third one was my favorite um it's the friends theme you know from the 90s for all of our young listeners great show you should tune in uh, but instead of the friends cast it was all of the original horror like villains the big bads yeah like we had freddy uh michael myers is on there pennywise there's a few others uh one that i definitely didn't recognize which made me feel like a failure but that's okay Ooh, show me a picture um i will yes decode it you got it you said who it was i can't remember yeah we'll figure that out um but then for halloween i have one that just says happy halloween and it makes me look like an old lady and i love it uh, so that is what I'm doing at school, but I just went to a Halloween party on Friday Ooh. at Lachelle's house where we record now. Uh, she did a great job. It was a wonderful party. Everybody had a great time. There was way too many people at this house, uh, but it was just a lot of fun. She had the house set up super spooky and had a fire going out in the back and <clears throat> she had an escape room uh, in her spare bedroom Ooh. that Nolan and I got the chance to do today. Um, yeah, I helped make it. Yeah, so she, you know, couldn't help me too much. So I was proud of myself because I got us out. <laughs> Where do secret hang? Secrets hang. Uh, stuff hangs in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the clues. Was you can find one of the numbers for this lock uh, where secrets hang, and my bright brain decided that chain hangs with hangs rhymes with hang. Uh, it doesn't. But we figured it out, and we got out of this escape room. It was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so that's what I've done for Halloween so far. Nice. Not too much, but... But a sufficient, and, yes. sufficient amount. I have enough time. Oh, yeah. A few more days. <laughs> well, uh, I started decorating early September. My whole house is, like, super cool right now. I you did it. get a lot of cool decorations. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've been wearing dumb shit. I like the old lady sweaters with, like, teddy bears dressed up as pumpkins. Um, I, like, kindergarten teacher chic is what I like to think I am. 
but it's probably more just kindergarten teacher. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, went to a Halloween party yesterday. Yeah. My boyfriend and I dressed up as the wedding singer, so we were Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. This is a costume she's been planning I've for been years. Waiting <laughs> for years to finally have a boyfriend, and then finally, like last year, <laughs> my boyfriend and I were like, "What are we gonna be?" And he was like, "Oh, I don't really want to be Adam Sandler." And I was like, oh, bro. Um, <laughs> Too bad. So if this is long term, like at all, <laughs> it's going to happen at some point. It happened this year. So I'm really happy. It was lovely. Um, nobody knew who we were, but it still made my heart happy. Um, oh, also last weekend, mm-hmm. we went to this really cool thing. Um for our dates, we go to museums a lot. Which is exciting. Because we're really cool intellectuals. <laughs> um, so last week we went to uh, the Ohio Village, which is run by the Ohio Historical mm-hmm. Society. They had this cool thing going on called All Hallows Eve. I saw so, things, like, uh, promotions for that. Yes. And I've just never been. Yes, like, every year of my life I've seen that it existed, that it goes on, and I, ne- like, never got the mm-hmm. opportunity to go until this year. And it was super exciting, so it's, like... Victorian era village they like set it up so there's like we stopped in the schoolhouse and they were exposing charlatans who were like hey I'm a medium and then this one lady was like bitch no you ain't (laughs) (laughs) but Victorian and they they, um, did a reading of Sleepy Hollow and the Headless Horseman ran through the village so so (laughs) rad um Do you want to hear my favorite part, which is, like, kind of fucked up? Yeah. (laughs) So, we went into this, like, women's club, and so they were talking about how, like, Halloween was, like, really cool, and it was mainly for the adults, and they would go to these, like, masquerade parties, Mm -hmm. and they had, like, these really cool costumes and shit, Um, but they also had, like, these parlor games going on, so, like, you, one of the games that we saw, you, like, pulled something out of a pumpkin, and it tells you something about your future. Um, so honest, yes. my boyfriend and I <laughs> walk up to this table and from this pumpkin I like pull this ribbon at the end of this ribbon is this boat and the lady was like oh the boat it means like a new <laughs> journey you're going to get engaged and Jeremy goes spooky and then <laughs> walks away just like fucking skirts so hard so fast. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm out of here. But yes, it was really fun. And, like, I I would rather so much, like, to go to something like this that's, like, historical yeah. and fun and, like, kitschy. Because that's although stuff. I love Halloween and I love horror movies and I love spooky shit, I never want to go to an actual, like, haunted house where they have, like, people with chainsaws and, like, people grab you yeah. and they pop out. Like, that does not appeal to me. That has never appealed to me. Because we watch too many horror movies where well, it's real. real serial killers <laughs> break <laughs> into haunted houses and kill people. Yes. I'm not trying to have that kind of stress no. in my life. So I don't do it. Everybody is so shocked. I remember our friend Spencer, he wanted me to go to um, the Mansfield Reformatory and go to their haunted house. And I was like, I'm not going to a, a haunted prison in a haunted house situation. Yeah. I was like, I really, really do not need that kind of stress. Because it's already scary, because the place is haunted. I don't need to go where people are going to jump out at me on top of, you know, possibly getting scared by a ghost. Not not into that. So, Double layer. Double yeah, layer of shit. Not having it. But there's this, uh, where is it? It's in Tennessee? I think so, yeah. yeah that... So 
McCamey Manor is what I think it's called, and I could be wrong. Somebody can, you know, completely destroy me in our email, but this is a, a haunted house that I don't know how long it's been around, but it's only open for a couple of weeks, but you have to sign a 40-page waiver to get through it, um, and you have to pass a physical, you have to go through um, stuff with your doctor to make sure that you're, That's like... so intense. Yeah, like, physically and mentally sound <laughs> to be going through a house and then if you make it through which this thing can last for four to ten hours like that you will be large window yeah when do you win four hours is too much but if you make it through this house alive uh and i say alive honestly i'm gonna read part of the waiver here in a second you get twenty thousand dollars to cover your hospital bills yeah based on what is in this (laughs) waiver that is a, a chance so just a few points from the waiver. Somebody, they wouldn't release any of the waiver online, but Reddit is a beautiful place where people screenshot things they shouldn't and they throw them online. So I found part of this non-disclosure deg- agreement. And number 48 on the list says, participants understands that they may incur injuries from falling props in the event that they become unstable during the tour uh, because stuff's moving around so much. Number 49, participants fully understand and agree that they can come into contact with carbon monoxide poisoning with regard to use of artificial fog. Cool. So, ugh, God. And... When you're hyperventilating, don't do it near the fog machine. Participant fully understands and agrees that once participant enters the McCamey Manor, there is no quitting unless serious physical or psychological injury is present. So if you walk in, you are not walking out unless... You are literally having a mental breakdown or you've broken a bone. No. No. Here we go. Number 51, the kicker. Participant fully understands that injuries may occur once during their tour of the McCamey Manor, which may include, but not limited to, head, neck, and back injuries, death, stroke, traumatic brain injury, brain aneurysms, cerebral or retinal hemorrhage, subdural hematoma, loss of consciousness, whiplash, harmful heart reactions, nausea, headaches, dizziness, lacerations, broken or sprained bones, torn ligaments, bleeding wounds, scrapes and or cuts, (laughs) heat stroke or drowning, and does not hold McKamey Manor responsible. They have literally listed any way a person could die of shock. (laughs) And they're like, we're not responsible for that. Um, participant fully understands and agrees that being scared, having a panic attack, etc. does not count as serious injury. So Are you fucking If you're like, I'm me? too scared, I'm out, they're like, sorry. And I'm having a panic attack, that's yeah. not... The- Stop being okay. a bitch, no. that's what you get, nope. you know? Participant fully understands and agrees that their tour may include the use of hypodermic needles, zappers, uh, tasers, and or dog shot collars. Uh... <laughs> No. Yep. And then, participant fully understands and agrees that various fluids, such as food coloring, grease, theatrical blood, or other liquids may be placed in participant's mouth. It is participant's responsibility not to swallow these fluids. (laughs) Excuse me? What are are other liquids? I don't want to know or find out. But, yeah, it's, it's crazy, and I was reading some of the comments... Uh, from people who had signed up and then backed out because they were like, no, they have told us that there's a chance we'd have to pull our own teeth out. What the Yeah, fuck? because apparently there's, like, some room in this manor where you are at a dentist's office, which I'm already scared of the dentist, so no. fuck that. Um, yeah, this one sounds insane. There is no way 
I don't know how much it is to sign up. It might be free since, you know, nobody's made it through. I think I've read somewhere where it's just like a pound, like a bag of dog food. That's insane. For injury. (laughs) But yeah, nobody's made it through since it's opened. So if that sounds like something you want to do, you can go to McKamieManor.com, I think is what the website was, and go to the tab Desolation um, and sign up. No. Good luck. If you do it, if you do, please email us if you've made it through, because... Or just if you do it at all, because what... I want a first-hand experience from that. I can't remember. There was, like, an interview with a guy that did it that explained why he opened it, and I didn't read it, because I didn't care. But, yeah. Damn, no thank you. No, it was insane. Ugh. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, Halloween, or, like horror houses scary houses what the fuck are they called scary houses haunted, <laughs> haunted houses, houses. <laughs> it's like ryan earlier saying brain, spooky noodles my brain shut down um <laughs> so those aren't for us but halloween is still our jam um so today for our special halloween holiday episode episode <laughs> <laughs> um I <laughs> going to have a hemorrhage, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but we're gonna be doing uh, what I like to call a Halloween hoot nanny, hoot nanny, hoot nanny, which is one of my favorite words. <laughs> but what we're gonna do is Megan and I both came up with a bunch of different questions, kind of related to Halloween. We're just gonna she came up with a bunch. I came up with a few. I I came up with a few. Um, mine are going to be more wholesome and, like, movie-related, and Megan, <laughs> she found online, and she's a little more sick than I am, so. Okay, but we're the just internet gonna go... is more sick than she is. <laughs> we're just going to go back and forth, asking each other these questions, answer them. They can be short answers, we can expand, but we're just going to have fun and just kind of talk about the holiday. Yay. All right. Who do you, who should go first? Um, you can go first. Okay. Um... So, what is a movie that you have to watch every Halloween season? Halloween. John Carpenter's Halloween. The original, 1978. Um, If you listen to our first episode, you can see why that movie is important to me um, and why it has a pretty significant impact on my life. But that is a movie I will not like budge on watching. I'm actually watching it tonight with some friends. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I like the like kind of kid-friendly Halloween movies Mm -hmm. and so mine's actually kind of like multiple answers for this but like obviously Hocus Pocus yeah that's it the other morning (laughs) I woke up early on my day off to fold laundry and watch Hocus Pocus because I hadn't (laughs) watched it yet (laughs) and then there's like Coraline, Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands like Scissors Hands (laughs) (laughs) I am tired Edward Scissors Hands (laughs) Edward Scissors Hands um just those things that are like dark whimsy where they're like obviously intended for children but they're fun and it's like just halloween is like the perfect time for that so that shit yeah yeah so the first question i had that i found online that wasn't that dark we got it got worse as i delved into the internet more into webs but what urban legend scares you the most Oh, man. (laughs) I'm thinking, 
is it really bad that my source of reference in my brain is the movie Urban Legend? <laughs> no, I was thinking Supernatural, so you're good. Okay, so, hmm. I don't know, I never babysat, so I, like, was never really worried about the, like, call from inside the house. Like, when a stranger calls Um, I didn't have a boyfriend until I was, like, <laughs> now. Right. <laughs> so I was never worried about the, like, hook man making out in the woods type thing. Yeah. Um, it's probably, honestly, the Pop Rocks and Soda. <laughs> Urban Legends. What's that one? Where this kid, like, mixed Pop Rocks and, like, a can of Coke, and his intestines, like, exploded. Ew. Like, just, like, foamed at the mouth. Yeah. Fucking died. Gross. And, and that was, like... i Pop Rocks again, because I drink Diet Coke when I eat them. Well, yeah, obviously, obviously it's debunked because you've done it, but yeah, I remember but being a kid, I and I heard that, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> no more candy ever. Yikes. I don't so think I've ever heard of that one. Cause like, all the other things never really affected my life, but eating. Yeah. <laughs> eating affected my life. Candy. That affected me. So, yeah, that one scared the shit out of me as a kid. Mine, it's between two. I mean, one's cliche. Uh, Bloody Mary scares the absolute hell out of me. I forgot about that yeah. one. Yes. So, there's no, I don't like to look in mirrors when it's just me. Like, that's scary enough. But <laughs> when I'm afraid that when I look in the mirror, there's going to be a dead woman standing behind me, ready to, you know, take me to the underworld or whatever she does, because there's so many different variations of this urban legend. I, it, oh my god, I remember doing it when I was like a kid, uh, back when my dad was dating Stacy. Um, and we were all sitting on the bathtub saying it, and at that point, the the urban legend was you had to say it a hundred times, not three. That's excessive. By the time we got to 60, I bolted out of the bathroom, because I was like, now nah, fuck this, I'm done. Because I was so scared. It's to the point where, like, like, where you say it enough, though, that it kind of just loses its meaning. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it was always, you had to say it three times in the mirror when I was a kid, but then when I went to this party, they were like, no, you have to say it a hundred times, and they have to turn around, and, you know, then she'll be there, and she'll kill you, and I was like, why are we doing this then? If that's <laughs> what we really think the outcome is gonna be. So I, I bolted. I was done. Um, but also the, the lady in white, where, you know, you're driving, and she oh, just, like, shows up yeah. on the side of the road, you go to help her, but she kills you when you get back to their house, whatever. Not all about hitchhikers, either. If I see them, I give them a nice wave, but I keep going, because uh, I'm not trying to die. Yeah. Yeah. My car is mine. Uh, sorry you don't have one. And then I keep going. So, yeah, that one's pretty scary. If you watch Supernatural at all, there's a whole episode on that in season one. Uh, mm. That's pretty scary. Is it? Is it the first episode? It might be. And no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I think Dean so. and Sam had just gotten together. Yeah. And that's that missing. Yeah. My dad went hunting. Haven't heard from him in a few days. <laughs> so. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> yeah, so I'd say those are the top two urban legends that get me. Oh, yeah. Bloody Mary, man. Fuck. Um, <laughs> what song gets you pumped for spooky season? Like, your mm. Halloween playlist, your, like, number one <laughs> fucking ad. You might have made a joke about this earlier, but that Tiny Tim song, <laughs> the... Tiptoe through the window, <laughs> by the window. 
it just like it, it's such a silly song, but because they put it in Insidious two, right? It was Insidious two or one. I think it was one. Whatever. Maybe it was Something both. in the Insidious franchise yeah. where that song has such like a creepy ambiance now. And then if you watch Tiny Tim singing it, it's even worse because he's a frightening, frightening individual. Uh, yeah, so that's probably the one. That and Monster Mash, man. Monster, <laughs> Monster Mash. Mash. She did the mash. Um, mine is Living Dead Girl by Rob Zombie. <laughs> Because that song makes me feel edgy and spooky. And Rob Zombie's a badass. Yeah, he is. You know that he's vegan? I think he's yeah, vegan. Yeah, Because he said that he likes his blood like he likes his gore. Fake. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, so... I respect uh, that man so much. It's that, and then the Sweet Dreams Are Made of This yeah. cover by Marilyn Manson. Oh, that one Because that is... shit is spooky. I think it was the end credits to House on the Haunted Hill, the remake that happened in, like, the 90s or early 2000s. Yeah. And that is just, like, good spooky vibes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm getting pumped for Halloween thinking about it. All right. My next question is what is the creepiest thing that's ever happened to you when you were alone? Um, my first thought is back to college. So, yes. last episode we talked about ghost oh, stories from our personal lives, yeah. and I talked about Sister Sansbury, mm-hmm. which was the ghost nun in our dorm at Ohio Sister Dominican. Sands. Um, there was like a time after, I think it was like a year after that whole experience, yeah. where I was asleep in my room obviously um but i had that sleep paralysis thing that i Mm -hmm. have every once in a while where i like woke up and i could not move and i felt like i was like and you can't scream when that stuff's going on either like you're completely frozen so like i was frozen couldn't move and it felt like i couldn't move out of choice because i was afraid and there was like this lyric in my head from one of my favorite bands called Yellow Ostrich. Mm-hmm. As in, it's not even a spooky song, but, like, repeating this, like, this lyric kept, like, cycling through my head, which said, in a mirror, I can see her walking sideways, walking my way. <laughs> no, and thank you. And <laughs> that kept looping, and I was too afraid to turn around to look at the mirror, because I knew that if I looked in that mirror, I would see Sister Sands. And you're not having that. No. So Christ I was just almighty. like... <laughs> I would move. This fucking thing. Just Out like, of the state. Maybe the country. <laughs> so yes, that's that's the first thing that came to mind when you said that. Yeah, that's scary. Mine goes back to my uh, lovely days in Springfield, Ohio. Where I'm from. I hate saying it, but here we are. Um, my dad and I had just moved into our house at the state park we lived in. And I remember he had left me home, which I thought was really cool. I was, like, 11, first time I was ever really, like, able to be home alone because before we lived with my grandma and she didn't go anywhere, so I was never home, like, alone. So I had arrived. I was an adult. Yes. Uh, back when being an adult was cool. Now it sucks. Um, <laughs> but I remember I was watching something. I think I was watching Rugrats, if I'm being honest with myself. Um, and I heard something against our carpet that was in front of the closet door by the front door that I was in the room of and I was like that sounds weird so I turned my head slightly from our um, 
TV stand over to the closet door that's right next to this TV stand, and the door is opening by itself. Cool. Against the carpet. Like, it... <clears throat> so, <laughs> I look over, and this closet door is opening, and I I know that this closet door, you have to tug it open, because the door is stuck on the carpet. Mm-hmm. Like, it won't just open on its own. And I'm watching it, and then it just stops... And I remember looking back at the TV, looking at the open closet door, and I was like, nope. And I got up, and I walked outside, and I sat on our front porch until my dad got home. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm just enjoying the weather. Because I would try to tell my dad about stuff that happened in the house, and he never believed me. Um, He would always tell me that I was imagining things because ghosts weren't real, and I never had to worry about that stuff. And I was like, that's what you say, pops. Um, He was wrong. So... Yeah, that was the scariest. There were a few other things that happened at that house when I was by myself, but that, I think, was the worst one. A lot of your stories end with you, like, just sitting on the stoop outside. Yeah, I just feel like I'm safer (laughs) outside. You know, whatever's in the house can't get me. (laughs) It's trapped. Alright, so, uh, one movie that you have to watch every year, every Halloween, is the Halloween movie. Uh Uh-huh. What is your favorite movie in the Halloween franchise? The fourth one. Fourth one. I don't know if it has, like, an actual, like, subtitle, Probably. but Halloween 4 is my favorite one. Um, the 1978 original will always hold a special place in my heart, but the fourth one's just got some, like, weird elements that they add to it that make it interesting. Um, there's a little girl that's, like, kind of psychic or something. I don't... It's been a while since I've seen it because i watched the original so often, but... She, like, tends to know where Michael is at all points in time. Um, so anytime she, like, flips out and she looks like she's having a seizure, it's because she can see Michael and they're all, like, scared. But I don't know if it's ever really explained why that happens. I'd have to watch it again, but I just remember really liking that I one. think, isn't she a descendant of him? She might be. Yeah, like a distant relative. Yeah. That would be one. I'll watch it again and I'll talk about it. So I'm more up to date. <laughs> Mine is number two. Oh, not Season of the Witch, huh? No. (laughs) Uh, The second one is super cool because it's, like, later that night. Yeah. So it's not, like, one of the sequels where it's, like, years later. later. But it's, like, later that night, Lori's in the hospital. Yes. Like, Lori makes it to the hospital. Michael gets there, too. And there's, like, just all these epic kills. There's, like, hot tub. The hot tub. The hot tub one man. Just, I remember it vividly. Um... But that's also the one where they, like, explain the storyline of, like, it's his younger sister, and he's trying to be reunited. Right. So, like, because that wasn't what they intended at all. Right. And I'm wondering why the new franchise has thrown that out, because I think that that's, that explains why he's after her so Mm -hmm. well, that... Well, it's because... Now I'm like, why aren't they doing that with the new franchise? That's always been a question of mine. Because it was never the intent. Because he's supposed to just be evil for evil's sake. And now he's trying to get her because she got away. So As it's supposed a baby? To be... He has well, a grudge against a child? No, because uh, he just... He wanted to kill Lori and her friends. Okay. Like, so he never this... knew her as a baby. Okay, so this is like going off of like... The first the one, night yeah. that he was killing, he went after this group of friends. Yes. And Lori got away. Yes. See, I guess I just didn't look into it that much. Because I knew, like, they even, like, kind of made, they paid a little bit of a homage to that in the new one. Mm -hmm. When he's walking through the house, he stops at that crib, looks at the baby, and then just leaves. 
which I was like, if we're gonna say that he's evil incarnate, we can't show that he has some morality. Yeah. Like he doesn't kill those kids that run into him. He just lets them go. He doesn't kill the baby. Like there is something in his brain that is telling him, no, this is bad. Yeah. I don't know. Michael Myers is very interesting. It's, yeah. But he ends up, he kills the kid that just wants to dance. And that's when I'm like, yeah, that motherfucker's just straight up evil. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that that one's also really cool. I like the reboot. I'm excited for the rest of the trilogy. There's two two more of the new ones coming out. I was unaware. That's fucking rad. News! News flash! Yes, so we had Halloween. There's going to be, I think it's Halloween Returns is the second one that's coming out. And then the third one is Halloween Ends. So this will okay. be, like, the end of the franchise, uh, they say. That's what they said the last time, that, too. That's but, what they say. Yeah. No, I'm all up to date on the Michael Myers stuff. He's your fave. Yes. Which is a little strange, but it's okay. All right. So this next question I'm going to ask solely because Nola asked me to ask this one. Do you have a hunch about the way that you're going to die? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Asked it. Okay, so. Um, my friends and I, we lived in this house for a really long time. We just called it the Yellow House. Uh, I lived in it for like five years. And there was like a chance where a few of my friends and I could move out and live somewhere else. But then it was like decided that I was going to stay. And I was like, I'm going to fucking die in this house. <laughs> um, but things worked out. I was able to move. So after five years of living in this house, I finally live in a new one. Super cute and stuff. But I still feel like I'm going to die in this yellow house. Like, (laughs) I'm going to go visit my friends there in like some horrific accident, like Final (laughs) Destination style. I'm going to die in this fucking house. Or like maybe like 60 years in the future my grandchildren are like, I just moved on to Ohio State's campus and I want you to come check out my house, Grandma. And I'm going to come and it's going to be that fucking yellow house and I'm going to die from a heart attack in that shit. In the living room. So, I don't know how I'm going to die. I just have a hunch that it is going to involve that fucking house. (laughs) I can't say I give it too much thought, but I I feel like somebody else is going to kill me. Whether it like be, it's gonna like, be murder, like direct murder, or somebody just like there's an accident and I die. I'm surrounded by a lot of stupid people daily, <laughs> so I'm like really afraid that there's gonna be one day that I'm around a stranger that has a few less brain cells than he should, and something's going to happen and I'm gonna end up dying because of it. I think of it every day while I'm sitting in traffic. I don't want to say I'm gonna die in like a horrific car accident because that's dark, but. Um, yeah, people don't know how to drive, especially in Ohio. We are mm-hmm. rated among the worst of the drivers. So, yeah, that would be that would be my hunch. I hope I'm wrong. I, I want to go in my sleep. All right. Um, <laughs> going back to your main man, Michael Myers. My guy. Uh, so we're gonna play a game. Mm-hmm. Kiss, Mary, kill. Uh oh. With Michael Myers, yes. Freddy Krueger, and Jason Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, I would kill, uh, Freddy. Get rid of him, because I like sleeping. <laughs> um, I would marry Michael, because he never leaves you, you know, he's always around. <laughs> and I would kiss Jason, 
Because why not? Because why not? Cause I mean, he's my only option left at that point <laughs> to kiss, so I, I guess, sorry, he's the last one, but I'm not kissing Freddie. Have <laughs> no. you seen his ugly face? Um... Yeah, there's not a lot of variation with that one. <laughs> I would I would definitely 100% kill Freddy Krueger. Yes. No way in my life would I, like, want to be around him a lot because he's the scariest one to me. <laughs> um, like, I understand that his movies are funny and I want to watch them and I want to laugh, but I'm scared the whole time. <laughs> Even like that dream you had. <laughs> yes. um, I was like, you know that... um moment between like where you like wake up to like hit snooze on your alarm and you like close your eyes to go back to sleep and you have like a short little dream Mm -hmm. i just had a dream of freddy krueger like flailing his arms above his head like a wacky (laughs) waving inflatable arm flailing tube man and then i just woke up and i was like what the fuck (laughs) so he's there all the time in my dream so i'd kill him he'd be dead um i don't know I feel like, I, feel like I would I would kiss Michael because he's probably the least deformed of them all. Yeah. And then marry Jason because but he doesn't like to swim. You live in the water. I I do like to swim, but when I need my time away from him, then I can go swimming. But like, cause I feel like his his killing's a little more like thought out, planned. Like there's like. Obviously, these, like, innocent teenagers don't need to die, but there's, like, those ones are usually more deserving than the ones that Michael kills. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, I kind of... And, like, also, my dude Jason killed Freddy Krueger. Right. So, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'll marry him. I'll marry Jason. <laughs> those are my thoughts. I guess I didn't think of that, that you see him as, like, a hero. Yes. Oh, Jason. <laughs> So we've talked a bunch about our favorite horror movies. Let's talk about how long you think you would last in one. I know that we have these shirts, but I, yes. I want a realistic answer here. Um, there's a part of me that really strongly feels like I could be a final girl. Um, I'd like to believe I could. I, I like to believe I could. <laughs> but then there's also that part of me that's like, if all of my friends around me are being slaughtered, I don't want to live. That's true. So I feel like I would make it, like, closer to the end, and then I would be that, like, sacrificial one. Yeah. Like, that kind of, like, stops the final girl from, like, almost being murdered. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. So, like, maybe third to the end, fourth or third to the end. Like, halfway through, not quite the climax, but... Yeah... If Nola and I were ever in a horror movie together, I think I could make it with her help. If I was on my own. <laughs> you know? Like, they open... Every Supernatural show opens with somebody dying and then that scream. That would be me. <laughs> I'd be gone. Opening scene. <laughs> like, I am the reason that all this terror has come to the town. <laughs> they find my body and they're like, uh-oh, evil is here. Um, I would not make it a second. I am horribly slow. I can't run. <laughs> I think that I could hide. Like, I think that I, if I, like, had the clarity of mind to be able to be like, no, I can, like, get out this way. It's not like I'm going to run upstairs. Dumbasses. God. I get so <laughs> mad every time I watch Scream because she runs upstairs. But I could hide. But once they find me, it's game over. Like, I, I am dead. 
So, unfortunately, I'd be gone right at the beginning. Man, that sucks. <laughs> I'm just thinking Man, about it. That sucks. I would like. I would love to be in a horror movie, but I'm like afraid that even a director would be like, "Yeah, she dies at the beginning." You can be here for the first day of filming, and then you can just go, like, fuck off. I'd be like, oh. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> Still getting paid, right? <laughs> yeah. What's the spookiest story you ever read? That I ever read? I haven't finished it, but I've been reading The Stand by Stephen King, and it's really good. I literally have no idea what that's about. So there's some, like, sickness that's going around that's, like, you know, killing people pretty nastily. Um, but they aren't sure where it's coming from or, like, how it originated, so it's just a lot of, like, very, um, it comes at Mm -hmm. night-esque, where you're just, like, not sure what the danger is, but you know that there is one. Um, and... Yeah, it's got, like, a really spooky vibe to it. What? There was one other book that I read that Mary and I, my friend Mary and I had read. I think it was just called A Diary of a Haunting. I think. It was, like, a young adult book. (laughs) But it was fucking terrifying. It was a teenager that was, like, documenting all of the stuff that was happening in her house. And... It just seems so realistic, and it's, like, it's posed as, like, this diary was actually found, and somebody wrote it as a novel. Um, but, yeah, the stuff that goes down in this house, you're just, like, how is she just, like, okay with this? And she's just writing about it calmly. I would be, like, yeah, and then I moved out into the yard, uh, and then I found a home in the woods, and that's where I live now, because I would not live in the house. That one was pretty scary. Okay. And the Amityville Horror. God, there's so many. <laughs> the Amityville Horror was good. It was good. Anyways. Good one. Um, <laughs> I just finished Imaginary Friend by Stephen Shbatsky. The guy that huh. wrote Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yeah. So this is his second novel ever. And it came out last month. Yeah. And it was so good. Like... I, I get the feeling that he read Stephen King's on writing okay. and, like, got some of Stephen King's style from that. I don't know. I'm just making assumptions. But it was very Stephen King-esque. And it was Maybe long. for pages. And it was creepy. And there were, like, these repeated phrases and things that happened throughout. Yeah. Which, like, made every single story interconnect in this way that gave me the chills each mm-hmm. time it came up. Like, the song Blue Moon and the smell of baseball gloves. Yeah. And the phrase, listen to grandma. And this, like, Listen to grandma. this milk carton that has Emily Brnovich on the back. Okay. Like, same girl the entire time. And it's just, like, chilling and weird, and you have no idea what the fuck is going on. And you love all the characters, and it was so good. <laughs> so, that's one that I just finished. But one, I think, probably one of the creepiest ones I've ever read, like, that actually gave me legitimate anxiety. Mm-hmm was this book called There's Someone Inside Your House by Stephanie Perkins. I remember when you read that. Because Stephanie Perkins, she's the one, she's a YA author also, and she writes, like, the Anna and the French Kiss, Lola and the Boy Next Door, and it's, like, all these, like, fluffy romances. But this one is, like, one of the most fucked up horror books I've ever read in my entire life. I need to read it. And it's so good. It's becoming a movie soon. Netflix bought it. Oh, so well, definitely read it. It's like in the small town, like I don't remember where, like Idaho or some shit like that. Of course, everything but, um, bad happens there. It's like they're 
it's there's a main character, but every once in a while you get the perspective of the killer mm-hmm. or the person about to die, really. Right. And like the killer is in the person's house and they're like slowly moving things mm-hmm. so that the person like kind of questions their sanity. And apparently the killer's been doing this for like months before he actually does it. That's crazy. And it's like so super spooky. Made my stomach hurt. Yeah. Like actual anxiety. There's someone inside your house that's very much like Scream and the like teen horror. It's interesting. And it's so good. I'll it's have so to good. It now that I've paid all my fines at the library, <laughs> I'm really bad about returning books. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember you read that and you were trying to get me to read it, and I had like 18 other books that I was trying to read that I, I never got around to. It's fine. What was the worst nightmare you ever had as a child? People are going to get to hear about my fear of rabbits here in a second. Strap in. Um, the only nightmare I remember from being a kid was that the Statue of Liberty walked from her island <laughs> in New York all the way to Columbus, Ohio, just to step on me. <laughs> and so like, a personal vendetta from states me. away. <laughs> yes. I don't know why this bitch hated me, but she all like she, continually like most nights like she would come and step on me and it was frightening and now I have a deep-seated fear of statues like if there are like if there's a statue of a person that's like bigger than it should be yeah it creeps me out to no end like see it chapter two yes the Paul Bunyan thing like (laughs) and like the Levesque Tower downtown has people carved into the side of it. They're like sentries or something like that. Yeah. And they're scary. They scare me. I can't look at them. Like, or the Christopher Columbus on Columbus State's campus. Like, that thing is huge. No. No. The, when we went to, um, yeah. when we went to Point Pleasant, or oh, is that yeah. what it's called? The Mothman statue? Yeah. Did that, we, like, actually scare you? Yes, we posed with it, and yeah. I crawled into its arms and like I yeah. knew it was a statue, I felt that it was metal, but I had you, a fear like, that it was going to come, come to life and fly away and with just you. Fly away with me. Yeah, that'd be terrifying. So I'd get it on camera. <laughs> so yeah, nightmare. All right. So I said I was going to explain my um, irrational. I know it's irrational. My irrational fear of rabbits. Here we go. Um, so when <laughs> I was, I would say probably from when I was three until I was. Eight. I had the same nightmare almost every night. Um, it was a variation of what would happen, but my mom really, really, really liked Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. And I found this out years later on why I was having this nightmare, but there was a rabbit in this movie where like the, the people are going to a cave to get something. I don't know what they were getting. I watched it once. The Holy I Grail? I didn't like it. it. I thought that movie was stupid, but it's fine. <laughs> Um, but the rabbit, it looks really sweet. It's, like, white and fluffy, but they go into the cave, and this thing turns on them, and it's, like, evil, and it kills them. (laughs) So, my mom watched this, like, every day, and I was two, and I would watch it with her every day. So, I started having nightmares where, and this is where it doesn't make sense. This is where some of it kind of gets a little jumbled. Apparently, I don't like Alice in Wonderland either, because... (laughs) I would lay in my bed at night, I'd be asleep, but then in my dream I would wake up and I'm sitting and my door would open and this rabbit would walk in, like on two feet, not four. He'd like walk in Easter on two feet. Style. Yeah. And 
he looked like the rabbit from Alice in Wonderland, but he didn't have, like, the little vest on or his monocle or glasses, whatever he has in the movie. Um, he was just a dude. Rabbit. Dude rabbit. Dude rabbit. Um, but he was a dick. Like, he was just so mean to me every night. And this went on for years. Um. What would he say to you? He would tell me how stupid I was. I don't know. Like, what's mean when you're three? I don't know. Uh, you're a baby. Like, why are you so scared? Why do you still sleep on a bed that's, like, you know, two inches off the ground? Stupid stuff. Um, but I do remember when I was, like, six, he told me he was moving to Cincinnati and I wouldn't see him for a while. Um. (laughs) Why I knew Cincinnati. I think it's just because I used to go to Cincinnati when I was a kid. But then I moved in with my grandma. Me and my dad did when I was seven. Um. And I had one more dream. And he said he was back from Cincinnati for one night. So he decided to come see me. And he was mean to me again. Um, <laughs> but then he told me he was moving to Cleveland. So he moved across the entire state. Um, I haven't seen him since. I am almost 27. Cleveland is treating him well. Yeah, so I think he's doing fine. Um, but ever since, I have had a horrid fear of rabbits. I hate Easter. And everything surrounding it. I once walked into a Walmart where there was an Easter Bunny, but this Easter Bunny costume looked like it was from, like, the 60s, so it was, like, real run down and frightening, and he started to walk towards me, and I literally said no, and I turned around, (laughs) and I walked to Aunt Kathy's car, and I sat in the car while she grocery shopped. No. I I just, no, I'm not doing this today. Um, But one funny story about that was... (laughs) Aunt Kathy was telling me, because I was telling a friend of mine about this nightmare I had had, and she's like, oh my god, she's like, this kid, when you were, like, I think it was, like, four or five at this point, my dad finally got me my first, like, big girl bed, you know, and I was really excited to sleep in it. So the bunny wouldn't make fun of you anymore. Right, you know, because I'm a big girl now. And Kathy had come over to hang out with my dad, and I took her hand. I said, you have to come see this. So I like dragged her to my room and I got up on my bed and I'm like, he can't get me anymore. And Kathy was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You know, just like, what did you just say? (laughs) Because I'm looking down at the ground and I was like, he can't get me. And she's like, who can't get you? And I'm like, the bunny. (laughs) And she was like, she said, I thought about it for a minute And she's like, and all I could think of was your mom made you watch that movie every day. And she's like, I walked out of your room just cussing your mom out. And I was like, how could she do that to a kid? (laughs) Like, I am traumatized for life. Um, But yeah, this has been going on for like 22 years. Cool. That I've been afraid of rabbits. You're welcome, world. Oh, goodness. (laughs) All right. um, Let's do a fun, positive, happy memory. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite costume that you've ever had as a kid? <laughs> or, like, I don't know, college years or whatever. Um, <laughs> so, as much as I hate clowns, I really, really liked my clown costume when I was a kid. I'm going to try to find a picture while I talk about this for Nola to see so she can laugh at me, too. But, actually, I know where I can find it. Um, <laughs> so, my grandma was, a like seamstress she was awesome when she was in her prime um but i wanted to be a clown apparently 
which you will never catch me saying ever again, but... <laughs> this is me. <laughs> oh my god. I looked really cute. It's so cute. But I look terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so oh my, my grandma made me this. <laughs> I wish you guys could see it. But it's like this really tall, almost like dunce cap looking like thing. Like a cone hat. Yeah, and it's got a little red poof ball on the end. And then I've just got this... Like, giant flowy collar. Yeah. It's almost new Pennywise look. Right. Uh, before Pennywise was, like, really cool. Yeah. Um, but I've got, like, giant red circles on my cheeks and on my nose. And in this picture... Fire I, engine red hair. Yeah, I look... Soulless behind me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just really special. But it's, like, really cute and frightening at the same yeah. time. And we had that costume until I moved out of my grandma's house when I was... 12, but I think we got rid of it when we sold the house when I was 18, so. Yeah. Yeah, that one's my favorite one. <laughs> that was a really cute ladybug, too, but I think that one tops it. <laughs> what about you? Um, so, when I was, like, eight or nine, I don't remember when exactly, but my favorite movie was Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. <laughs> and they had a costume at Party City. So at Party City. At Party City. So it was, like, I guess popular enough to where they actually had right. the shit. But I was Josie. And so the, I had this, like, purple leopard print, like, pants that had a, like, black sequin tail off the back of it. And then, like, I had a purple top with, like, a bunch of feathers on it. And I spray painted my hair with this, like, pink right. fluorescent hair dye to make my hair kind of red. And I had, obviously, cat ears. But... I loved that costume so much. I never capitalized on that. I should have been her. You should have. Uh, I love that costume so much that every day I would wear the pants underneath my <laughs> jeans to school. <laughs> and I remember one day my tail fell out of my pants. Oh, the tail. <laughs> <laughs> like, so my tail so is still attached to my, my leopard pants, but it's hanging out of my jeans. <laughs> And my crush saw it, and I was mortified oh, yeah, that he saw that I had a tail. <laughs> so then I never wore them again, but <laughs> I just remember <laughs> loving it so much. Don't oh, let man. boys dictate what you wear. If you want to have a tail, have a tail. <laughs> All right. So our last question for our Halloween hoot nanny is, <laughs> what is your favorite Halloween-themed joke? <laughs> So, I am not a comedian, if anybody was wondering. I'm not that funny. I'm shocked. Yeah, I'm I know. shocked you're not a comedian. Um, but I looked up some Halloween jokes, and I had a really funny time looking these up and laughing with Nola and a few of our friends. But which one did I like the most? I got it. What do Italians eat for Halloween? What? <laughs> they eat... Fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> but I have another one. Okay. What do ghosts use to wash their hair? Gouline frutis? No. Kind of. Shampoo! <laughs> oh man, I love that shit. <laughs> And witches use scare spray to hold up their hair. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Really dumb jokes get me every time. 
So, I'm going to jack my joke from Jeremy. So, uh, werewolves, right? Uh-huh. They're very cool. But, like, if you could be a were-creature, what would you be? Like, what would you choose? Like, any were, like, hairy Like, you beast? would turn into something full moon. What would you be? A cat. So you'd be a were-cat. Yeah. Well, I'd be a warehouse. joke in the car and I was like I'd be a bear I'd be a were bear it'd be so cool like I'd like destroy people and my name rhymes and he's like oh yeah very good points I'd be a warehouse and I was like <laughs> so shocked you're like, what? <laughs> and it just like got one of those like surprised long dumb laughs <laughs> so yeah um <laughs> we hope that you guys enjoyed our Halloween hootenanny. Um, a little break of fun. Yes. Um, so yeah, this was our first holiday as a podcast. It was very fun, very cool. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for the mark. next one. Um, we can do some spooky up. Thanksgiving shit. Um, but yeah, uh, we're gonna be taking a little bit of a break, and yeah. then we'll come back with something cool for you guys. Not quite sure what yet, but... We'll figure it out. We're thinking. Yeah. We've got a couple ideas. We just mm-hmm. have to narrow it down. Yes. So give us a good follow on Spotify, and Spotify will let you know once we're ready with the next episode. Um, also, if you ever have any questions or corrections or suggestions, uh, give us an email at deadmagnoliaspodcast at gmail.com. I'm not spelling it out again. Yeah. Dead D-E-A-D. <laughs> you are spelling it out again. Magnolias podcast at gmail.com. But, uh, yeah, so go ahead and do that. Um, just have the most fun, spooky, funny Halloween you can. Please be safe. Um, and stay spooky. Happy <laughs> oh, <fucking no. laughs> we'll, we'll figure out how to end these things one day. <laughs> If you have any tips, email us. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.